Salama beloveds, welcome back to another episode of the Awave Goddess podcast. I hope that you're doing great, that you're taking the time out to self-care, to self-love, because there's a lot going on in the world right now, and there's still a lot more coming our way, which is why I felt it was important for us to finally have this chat, to finally expand on what bodywork is, on why it's important, right? And before we get into the gist of this episode i do want to mention a few references to support the information shared my guides gave me a lovely heads up about making sure that this conversation is palatable to those that are more logic scientific or left-brained so first on the list is the book the body keeps the score by bessel van der kolk Brain, Mind and Body Healing of Trauma. The second book is Awakening Somatic Intelligence, The Arts and Practice of Embodied Mindfulness by Dr. Risa Caparo. Other sources are derived from the work done by Dr. Peter Levine, who introduced the use of somatic experiencing as a form of therapy. And of course, I will also be speaking from my own personal journey and experiences, as well as knowledge that I've come to know from my guides surrounding this topic. So let's start off by defining what bodywork is. As we all know by now, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. There is spirit and then there is flesh, the material or the physical, your vessel. And we all have vessels that anchor us into this reality so that we may have this human experience. Our vessels are made up of DNA containing memory in the form of energy and storing so much information about our lives and the lives of our ancestors. So bodywork is thus the process of being proactive in your engagement with what's contained by your body. The key word there being your, because as I've said many times on this podcast before, we are not programmed the same way. We do not carry the same genetic information and our life experiences are vastly different, which then makes the energy within our bodies different, which then makes bodywork a very unique experience or process. I do also want to touch on generational trauma for a second here too. So we're all accustomed to the saying, I'm healing generational trauma or I'm breaking generational cycles. And most times people say this in regards to generational patterns that are emotional, spiritual or relational. But generational trauma has a physical expression too within our bodies. This is basically what the field of epigenetics is all about. So I was doing research on this topic, this field of epigenetics, and I came across a story by this woman who was a descendant of parents that had experienced the Holocaust as children. She spoke about how she was living life with anxiety and depression and how she believed that there was a direct correlation between her emotional and mental struggles and the experiences of her parents. So what happened was a study was done by Dr. Rachel Yehuda, if I remember correctly, 
and she used the blood samples of 30 plus sets of Holocaust survivors and their children. The focus of this study was on a gene that was called FKBP5, a gene that contributes to the risk of depression and PTSD. And what she observed was an epigenetic change on this gene in the survivors and a similar change in the genes of the children of the survivors. So this suggested that within the first generation, the Holocaust survivors, right, there had been an adaptation or a response to a horrendous event on a genetic level that the second generation, their children, inherited. This then validated that children of Holocaust survivors are more susceptible to anxiety disorders, stress and depression, even though they had not been in traumatic experiences themselves. The body keeps the score and our genes are not just influenced by trauma alone, they are also influenced by our emotions, our diet, our thoughts, our habits and our routines. Another brilliant book that elaborates on this further is Breaking the Habits of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza, if you wish to explore on this topic a bit more. So our bodies carry generational stories, perceptions, strengths, weaknesses and gifts that our ancestors' bodies kept a score of that we've now come to inherit as extensions of them. Body work becomes successful once we understand that there is a coding within our vessels from personal experiences as well as coding we've been born with that we still have the power to change through engagement with our bodies or introducing our bodies to a different environment. It's quite similar to knowing that diabetes runs in your family, right? Once you have an awareness of this generational score, you can adjust your lifestyle and be mindful about how you live. Just because you have a predisposition to an illness or emotional, mental or energetic disease, it doesn't mean that you're destined to live all of these things out. This is what makes bodywork important. It assists us in ending cycles through teaching our bodies to release, react, perceive, expect, emote and think or process about things differently. And in so doing, we slowly but surely rewrite our genes. If you're familiar with the fields of biology or anatomy, you know that our DNA replicates itself as new cells divide and form. And every day, about 330 billion cells within your body die and get replaced. If you really think about it, you are currently a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. And by doing this body work, we can ensure that our 60-year-old selves are not identical copies of our 20-year-old selves in terms of the coding our cells carry. And even neural cells, right, our neurons that don't die and replicate themselves can still be changed thanks to neuroplasticity, which is the brain's ability to change its activity in response to stimuli by rearranging its structure, its functions and its neural connections.
neuroplasticity means that the brain can always change and thus our body's responses and states of being can thus change sometimes there are deep traumas sitting in our autonomic nervous system specifically what is called our procedural memory how this can happen is let's say you're in a situation where you're being spanked as a child and you can't defend yourself you can't push back you can't even cry because you're not given the space or the permission to when you can't get these actions or these movements out these procedures that our autonomic nervous system wants to do automatically when you can't exert this energy it gets stored inside of your body this then leads to muscle tension because your brain is placed in these situations where your fight or flight mode is activated adrenaline is being released your muscles are being told to act but a restriction or a suppression keeps those stress chemicals retained instead of them being used um, dr peter levine as i previously mentioned in his study of somatic experiencing he observes animals in nature and he picked up on how animals always had these specific actions that they did after a stressful experience. It was either they shook, they made sounds or they kicked their back legs but all of these bodily actions or reactions were done in attempts to release any stress chemicals and return the body back to its baseline by allowing the parasympathetic nervous system to take control. We too as humans have these actions that allow a release of energy after a stressful experience. They're very unconscious. Most times it's through crying or yelling and screaming after being angry or being made angry, or we too even shake or shiver, right? But when we don't give ourselves the time to express the remnants of energy from a traumatic experience, the energy, the emotions and the chemicals get trapped inside of the body. And if this habit of suppression is continued over time, our body overfloods with energy making us overly reactive, easily triggered, victims of physical cramps, susceptible of heart disease. It makes it harder for us to lose weight sometimes or it adds to our body weight. We suffer from constant migraines. There is this constant fatigue or insomnia in other cases. We experience emotional instability, dissociation, numbness, or even a low libido. And all of these things are signals for body work being necessary. If you've done a lot of mental or spiritual work and you still can't reach the level of healing or progression that you seek, this is also a sign of needing to do body work. Your physical body in this case is still holding on to things that are keeping you stuck even though you've done all the mental processing and clarified your narrative to yourself. You can reach a certain level of awareness and still have old patterns stored within your body. For holistic healing, you need to take into account that the spirit interacts with the mind, emotions and the body which is why you can't leave out the emotional body, neglect the pain body, forget about your physical vessel and expect to evolve or embody a new version of self. 
there is also a difference between detachment and release. You might think that an issue no longer bothers you when you bring it up because you've released the energy associated with the event when really all you've done was detach yourself from the event on a conscious or emotional level. This can happen as a result of our body's natural protective mechanisms when we're under immense stress, mechanisms such as dissociation that can even lead to memory loss. But just because the mind has also forgotten about a situation, it doesn't mean that the body has. And that's why triggers are actually the best guides towards our healing. Avoiding your triggers isn't healing. Healing happens when you're triggered and you're able to move through the pain, the pattern and the story and walk yourself to a different ending. Thoughts are the language of the brain, feelings are the language of the body and triggers are the language of our shadow selves. Triggers happen when our body brings up stored emotions or energy or memories that our shadow wishes to have cleared up or noticed. There are moments that invite us to tap into our bodies and locate the roots of what we're feeling instead of being reactive. On this note, remember that different energies and emotions are stored and expressed by different parts of our bodies. Just think about common phrases that we use to describe feelings like he got cold feet, she's a pain in my neck, They make me sick to my stomach. I've got a broken heart. Or even that sends shivers down my spine. It's so common for us to believe that emotions are in our head, but we simultaneously talk about them as being part of our bodies all the time. There are physical symptoms connected to our emotional states and, and mental states and part of this has to do with the chakra system. Chakras, as you may or may not know, are spheres of light, energy centers within our bodies that also serve as museums for lived experiences. For example, have you ever had a sex flashback right and it gave you a tingling sensation in your gut area well that's actually a response triggered by your sacral chakra resurfacing a memory another example is how you might think of a tragic moment in your life and you feel your chest tighten up or your stomach begin to sink These are responses by your heart chakra and your solar plexus recalling the memory of you feeling helpless or abandoned. A lot of memory gets stored within our chakras which is why working with these energy centers, doing activities that clear them up is an effective way of doing bodywork. The less blocked your chakras are, the lighter your body feels. The lighter your body feels, the clearer your mind is. The clearer your mind is and the lighter your body is, the easier it will be for you to trust your intuition, to connect to your spirit, to live in the present moment, to live with fewer triggers and to discern when what you're feeling actually belongs to you or has been picked up from someone else. Bodywork is the key to all of these experiences and rewards. 
so this is where i'll be stopping with part one of this bodywork series in part two i will be talking about the different methods and techniques that you can use to go about bodywork and how and why they are effective so thank you for tuning into part one i will see you in the next one Ashe and blessed be.